Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroads the week of December 16th, 2019. This week on the show, we're giving we're giving you your uh, soapbox. We're giving you the microphone. This is your show to talk about the Ghostbusters Aftermath trailer. Uh, lots and lots of voicemails. We apologize if we didn't get all of them in here because uh, it, you, you blew up our voicemail. It was amazing. So, turning it over to you all, here's your show. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad The biggest podcast since 1909 So free News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart You know, it's just occurred to me We really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment Oh, we have fun Woo! Hi Chris and Troy, this is Mark Honeybourne from the UK with my thoughts on the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, from the start I can see it's going to be a different sort of film from Ghostbusters 1 and 2, as well as answer the call with having Jason at the helm. Uh, right from the start we can see this from the subtle music to the why are you here conversation. One thing for sure, it's beautifully shot with lovely colours and wide open spaces that we never got to see on the New York based films. How best to describe then what I'm expecting? Oh uh, well, a Stranger Things cake with a Ghostbusters feeling, for lack of a better term. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with some tweets that I've seen from Paul Gannon. This is probably going to be pretty much ignoring the continuity with Ghostbusters 2, as I'm pretty sure I've either heard on one of the trailers or read the line the cross rip of 84 mentioned. Either way, um, the trailer ticks several boxes for me, from the inclusion of what looks like Slimer in the couple of sequences, to the siren of the Ecto-1 and the noise of the proton packs. My only complaint going through the, I think it's only in the international trailers, how easy McKenna's character wears and uses the proton pack, appears to be standing up and firing at a target while um, one of the other characters has the Ecto goggles on. Um, considering how heavy it's made up to look and feel in several scenes in the first one um, just seems a bit odd but then again you know excuses have to be made for what reasons have to be made for the kids using them in the first place and uh, being only a super small snippet of what we're actually going to see uh, it's a bit pointless talking about any of the characters but from seeing the cast and other things I think we're on to winner and a thoroughly entertaining experience. This is Tyler Foster calling. I thought I would drop you guys a line before I, or as I wait for the uh, trailer episode that you guys said was coming Wednesday night to drop. Um, I thought the trailer looked pretty good. I do think the complaints that some people have that it doesn't look like a comedy, I think while other trailers will address that, I think that's a perfectly reasonable thing to point out um i'm 
really excited that they decided to go with this version of the trailer that doesn't have any um, of the old cast. I didn't really expect them to put the old cast in this trailer. Um, I thought the use of the Bill Murray line was interesting. Uh, it certainly gave me like a fan base chill. I do. I have heard people say the point of the line in the original movie is ironic. He's sort of making fun of that kind of speech. And I think that's also a reasonable thing to say. Uh, but I still think the trailer is good. Um, like any fan, I imagine, I have watched it probably 40 times, um, just on and off. And uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I can't believe it's going to be like three months until we get another one. Crazy. Anyway, uh, good luck with the show. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Hey, guys. Uh, Dan from the Buffalo Ghostbusters here. Given my trailer reaction on that, and oh my god, we have waited 30 years for that, and it was completely worth it. I honestly think this is even better than if we would have ever gotten Hellbent. This story looks like it's going to be something so special. I cannot believe how good of a trailer that was, seeing the footage of the old guys. The music cues, the the voiceover from Venkman, just, it's perfect. It's gotten the fandom obviously excited. General audiences seem pretty excited. This is just going to be something so special, and I cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. Again, this was Dan from the Buffalo Ghostbusters. And just as on a personal note, Troy and Chris, we're there, guys. After all these years, Proton Charging, Ghostbusters HQ, we, it's, it's here. It, it finally happened. Hell yeah, guys. Hopefully I see you in LA for a premiere. Hey, what's going on? This is Dan Milano in New York City. I'm actually like looking at Trebekka right now. I haven't been able to focus on work all day long. Uh, I'm the guy who runs the Ghostbusters 3 blog and the, uh, the Ecto Cooler page to resurrect it. So, uh, yeah, I got some thoughts and they're good. Uh, what a setting. Uh, I just love the lay of the landscape, the implied mysteries in those deep crevasses. It's just unique. I haven't seen a place like that before. The opening music and scenes, uh, really made it seem like any Jason Reitman film, uh, but it's grounded in reality and I think that's what made the first one so great. Uh, so good. Uh, I really like that collapsed barn. I think the look of it is like, Instantly iconic in a way. The house is a little stock art spooky for me. That's fine. It was really fun to see just how many different types of antennae are on top of that thing. Uh, it might just be one big PKE meter. I wouldn't put that past one of you on Spangler. Uh, I didn't really like that jump scare scream. I was like, eh, but that, that just might be trailer editing. So uh, I'm not going to focus on that too much. Also, that green uplighting was very Ghostbusters 2016 with the mine when like the, the beam shot out. Uh, so that's a little bit of a departure from the spectral look of the 80s. I was hoping for some of those uh, containment unit just burst sort of streaks, but it's still looking kind of great. Uh, I liked Paul Rudd uh, tracking the shaking of the town. His energy is really solid. Uh, it also gives a quick tour of the town. Uh, there's a lot they could play with regarding earthquake lore. Uh, like before earthquakes happen, sometimes there's a flash in the sky and people don't really know how that's made. Uh, it, it could have to do with like electrical charges and tectonic plates. 
I think in the tectonic plates, uh, in the area of pure selenium, uh, which could be in that mine might be something interesting, although Red said there's no plates in the area. I thought Finn was kind of funny. Uh, I like Finn Wolfhart. Uh, he didn't have too many one-liners in the trailer, but think about this. Star Wars trailers aren't funny, but the movies are always really funny. Uh, even the past Ghostbusters trailers haven't been that funny. Uh, it's, you know, it, they're not, it, it, the, the jokes are based on context and they can't set up a long set of payoff for weird things happening. I'm not too worried about the film like being unfunny. It was weird to me that Egon would put a trap in a puzzle in his kitchen floor. I don't know what the point of that would be. It was weird. The family, I mean, this family of Spanglers really lucked out that Paul Rudd's character knows his shit. Uh, and then, you know, right after he sees that uh, showcase of the trap, the score from the original film kicked in. Uh, it was a subtle version of it, uh, not using theremin, but using like violins and just very like key little bits of piano. And that was just gorgeous. I mean, that's what got my hair on it. Uh, Reitman is using that original score correctly. It's, it's iconic. It's like just as important as the Ghostbusters theme, which is like that theme song, the iconic one is missing. And that's like a great thing. You don't need it to like draw back that nostalgia. Uh, so I left off at the theme song. They didn't use the classic iconic theme song. And that's because there's no one to call right now. I think it makes sense not to use it. Uh, I, I think it's interesting that Egon installed the pole in his basement. A nice little touch. It seems like something Ray would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Rudd looked at the trap. Someone needs to tell him not to do that. Uh, I really like that they're digging back into Shandor lore through metallurgy. Uh, I don't know anything about metallurgy, and I, I'm interested to learn about what cores of selenium uh, mean. That's probably what brought Egon to Oklahoma. Uh, and uh, it's an unmined angle. I know that they dove into Shandor a little bit in the video game, but like nothing about how he made the tower in the first place. And you know, how about his 1,000 followers? We know barely anything about them. Uh, but, you know, that makes that world of the supernatural, like, only uh, activated by, like, Evo Shandor's uh, movements. Uh, and so, like, if you're ever going to have, like, a Ghost of the Week series sort of thing, it, it's just not going to happen without, like, trying to make this big evil guy part of it. Um, it's just, like, good luck to them, like, making sequels to this, if that's going to be the case. Finn finding that car looks just like shots from E.T., uh, I really liked all the effects, uh, like smoke and glass breaking, which is really great if you go through it, like, frame by frame. Uh, there's some sort of orange slime pit. Don't know what that's all about. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's a terror dog. It's got to be a terror dog, right? It looks pretty good. Uh, I think if the terror dog's going after Paul Rudd as a uh, – or Gruberman as a key master sort of situation, that could be a little too repetitive for my taste. Uh, I don't want plot points uh, from the original uh, done over again. So not totally down with that. Oh, man, that Ecto action scene was really fun. The Proton Stream looked great. Uh, I like the subtitle. Uh, I I think that ghost might be part puppet. Uh, I think it looks fantastic. It moves really well. It's it's fuzzy, hard to see, like, a little bit. Like, that's a good thing with ghosts. You don't want them to be totally, like, like, like every eyeball or tongue to be totally uh, visible. Uh, it's just fuzzy enough. It reminds me of the originals. Yeah, I think that is going to be a surprising good film, everybody. I'm excited to see it. I, I, I want it to come out next week. I I can't wait for a trailer two. I wish I could stop myself from watching a trailer two because I'm ready to go. All right, bye. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Hey, what up, guys? This is Beth from the Space Coast. I was just thinking about the latest podcast you guys released about the trailer and the timeline issue um, when it would take place. It's 30 years from now, and the Stranger Things kid is like 15. Uh... 
how old was his mom when she was pregnant? It kind of makes things a little interesting. It seems like it's a little further in the future uh, than modern times. But that's just my take on it. All right, you guys are awesome. Later. Hi, Chris and Troy and uh, all the ghost heads out there. Uh, this is Pablo from New York. Um, some might know me as well online as uh, Call the Ghostbusters on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, calling in to leave my reactions to <laughs> to Ghostbusters 3, the trailer. You know, and um, I hope I don't need to do another voicemail and I can say it all in one time. But I'm in complete shock and you know, when I initially saw the, the trailer, I didn't know what to think. I, I even left a, a Twitter post about it, and throughout the whole day, I just, my opinions just kept bouncing around and feelings and thoughts because I think for the longest time, I just never believed that Ghostbusters 3 was ever going to happen. I think a lot of fans can say that, but really thinking about it, when I was little, and I got the first and the second film on VHS. I had anticipated the third film, but once I found out online about all the stuff that ever stopped it, you know, growing up and realizing these aren't new movies coming out, these are old films that got on VHS that I was years far from the time they got released. Uh, I just submitted to that idea, and I'm still in shock, but I'm learning to be really happy with it and there's so much to unpack on why that trailer was just so good I literally the only there was only really one thing that I'd say was a complaint but it's, it's just a minor nitpick I, I missed the music but you know I, I'm even growing to appreciate that this is really about something other than the guys and for a long time that's been what I that's the team I've always been in on and so, um, just to be, just to be, oh my God, I, I'm so speechless. It's amazing. Ghostbusters 3 is happening. And we're really going to get Bill and, and Dan and Ernie with this new generation of people in it. And it's, it's wow. Just wow. <laughs> I mean, everything about that trailer was amazing. The music, the tone, even the small bits of comedy. You know, personally, as someone trying to work on a Ghostbusters story, um, a fan comic with uh, some friends of mine, these are the kinds of stories I've always wanted to see with Ghostbusters. The stories where people can say it's not just a comedy. It's, it's a great film. It's a great story with great mythology there. Somebody just dug in. And I thought maybe an animated film might do that, but it turns out it's going to be a live-action film, and I'm so excited about that. Hey, guys. This is Josh from Rhode Island. Uh, just finished listening to your episode about the trailer breakdown. I uh, wanted to say excellent job on that. Um, did want to mention, uh, going back to your theory about them not seeing ghosts for 30 years and having to move the equipment over because they no longer own the fire hall, um, my friend and I had a theory uh, that kind of relates to that. Um, if they did have to move all the equipment over, they would have had to move the ecto-containment unit over as well. Our theory is that the earthquakes are being caused by the failing ecto-containment unit. Uh, one of the reasons they moved it there, uh, Ray and Egon found the old Shandor Mining Company and figured that they could use the materials there to build a bigger containment unit. 
um, and that's how possibly Egon disappeared, um, or, you know, all that is failing, and that portal that we're seeing is the portal that they accidentally opened up to the ghost dimension to put the ghosts from the containment unit in. Um, also, uh, wanted to note that um, the barn that they're in, uh, if you look at it, it kind of looks like it collapsed in the middle, um, but a friend and I um, have a theory that that's actually like a giant footprint. Um, some ghost or something that they were trying to move over um, might have gotten out um, and stepped on the barn um, because it does look like something actually stepped on it and caused it to sink in like that. Um, well, just wanted to say thanks again for your podcast. Uh, you guys are doing a great job. Hey there, Chris and Troy and all the ghost heads out there. This is Doug Scarborough Fisher of the Masters, Ghostbusters, and Gatekeeper Productions USA. I uh, just wanted to chime in on the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. Holy crap, that made me so excited. It starts off, you're not quite sure if you're watching the right trailer, and then the weird stuff starts. Uh, and it seems as though, you know, Paul Rudd is doing Paul Rudd stuff, which I like. Uh, you know, finding the old tech and modifying the old tech seems very cool. And uh, I'm I'm just jazzed for this, man. Uh, it really does seem like the everything's in the right hands now, which is which is really nice. Uh, and of course, by this point, people probably have already you know know uh, noticed, and it's been kind of shown around. Uh, the international trailer, especially the German one, actually has an extra scene uh, at the end of it that uh, is not in the the regular trailer that we have over here. Uh, Thanks, guys. Just wanted to chime in and see you on the other side. Hello, fellow uh, Gozer worshippers. This is Chogrin calling from Burbank, California. This is my first time calling in, but, uh, yeah, I I guess this would be a good time than ever. Uh, the moment we've been waiting for as Ghostbusters fans since 1989. Uh, finally, a true sequel to the to the original film, the continuity, and uh, I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have thought about this, but I think it's kind of funny that that we are continue continue to use selenium um, in the Ivan Reitman uh, realm. Uh, they also use selenium in evolution um, as a the antidote to the problems uh, of the aliens. Anyways, I just uh, that was a fun little uh, side note, and um, also the fact that um, uh, now I lost my train of thought. Got so excited calling. Uh, Oh, I now I remember Poltergeist 2. I got Poltergeist 2 vibes. Uh, how all the, you know, I know if anybody remembers, but the ghost that haunts them in the first Poltergeist, basically, uh, in the second movie, it is, uh, Kane is said to have followers and all his followers die with him in the, in the caves somewhere in Poltergeist 2. So it was giving, definitely giving me those kind of vibes. Anyways, super excited. Uh, I still think there's something that there's gonna there's gonna be some kind of thing that deals with um Dana and Lewis sleeping together. I don't think it just opens the the gate to ghost or I think something else might have happened there that um I don't know, might be saved for the movie. I, I haven't read any spoilers or anything and that's just my own speculation. Um and I think uh also it's kinda a lot of people um, having been talking about the fact that, you know, the Ecto is there and, I mean, Egon, they're making it heavily emphasizing that, you know, Egon, but, you know, Ecto was more of a Ray thing. So, um, you know, what were they, maybe they were both there together. 
anyways, uh, I can't wait till summer 2020. And, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd call and share my excitement and my thoughts. Talk to you guys later. Hey, guys, it's Craig Goldberg from Yes Have Some Podcast. And I just had to apologize because during our live stream last night, talking about the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer, which I'm sure you heard there's a new Ghostbusters movie uh, apparently coming out. I'll believe it when I see it, as they say. But I want to apologize because at the end of the episode, I said, see you on the other side, and I was immediately called out by Ryan Dole and John Yerkeba, and they told me that's what you guys say, and of course that's what you guys say because you're the Ghostbusters podcast, and I'm a nothing, and I'm a nobody, so I just wanted to apologize, and if you guys could help me come up with my own sign-off, I'm thinking something cool and fun like, see you on the, see you on the flip side, or until next time, uh, friends and, and family, or maybe something even a little, I don't know, maybe a little spunky like, hey, who you know you know who to call if you're gonna if you want if you want to call Ghostbusters you know to you know to call call yes have some podcast or the interdimensional cross trip something like that so if you guys could help me out also uh, thank you for all that you do and uh, uh, enjoy the rest of your day okay bye bye hello Chris and Troy Troy and Chris good to. Uh see that that trailer drop today and um wow it was fantastic so i just uh i was blown away by it man i thought it was fantastic um i'm all in so the on on uh, that sort of like ghostbusters i am jacob and uh i cannot wait for july of next year hey troy and chris this is taylor calling from vancouver from the ghostbusters of metro vancouver I just got to say, I've just watched the trailer probably about a good dozen times. Love everything in it. Uh, obviously, lots of questions, um, lots of speculation. I have my ideas of what I think it is. Is maybe the uh, chamber, the 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 ghost chamber down in that uh, down in that hole? Who knows? Maybe maybe Egon thought that just like in the Avengers. Uh, possibly, you know, didn't want any more collateral damage, so he took it out of New York? Hmm, lots of questions. I love it. I think it's great. It's got enough nostalgia in it. Um, it, it, uh, it looks great. It feels like Ghostbusters. It's Alberta, my home province that I'm from, even though I live in Vancouver now for 15 years, but I love seeing Alberta looking so great, even though it's supposed to be Iowa. I think it's great. I think we're in for a fun movie. Can't wait to see more of it. Can't wait to see the movie. What do you guys think? It's great. Keep up the good work on the Interdimensional Cost Rip. Love the podcast. You need more Ryan Dole. Who doesn't need more Ryan Dole? All right. Keep up the good work, guys. See you on the other side. Hey, Troy, Chris. This is uh, Jim. I'm a Vec Maniac on Instagram and Twitter. I'm in Ventura, California, and completely losing my mind today because we have a Ghostbusters trailer. And I can't believe it's actually happened. I feel like I've waited through like 30 years of Crystal Head Vodka ads and signings and all kinds of things to get where we are. But I wanted to just throw a few things out there for you guys and um, for the fellow, fellow cross rippers out there. Uh, the, I was noticing in the trailer, a lot of people have been talking about how uh, 
the, the, the there's, this is maybe a movie that is a sequel to Ghostbusters 1, but not Ghostbusters 2, or that it's going to be more of a Ghostbusters 1 focus. And I think that, you know, that, that the movie seems like it's probably going to follow from the initial Manhattan crossroads, but it's kind of interesting to note that in the dialogue of the trailer, Paul Rudd actually does say there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. And in the 1980s, New York was big, basically a big hot spot. And so that would seem to line up with the 2019 to 1989 30th anniversary of the second film, um, which most of us, you know, we've been talking about the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters this year, but it's also been the 30th anniversary of the second movie. And so um, I think that probably pretty likely that no one's changing the canon here for anyone who's concerned about retconning that they're going to somehow get rid of the second movie. I don't think that's a plausible thing anyone needs to worry about. Uh, the second thing is I'm trying to decide if the thing that's flying down the street, it looks a little bit like um, like a little green spud and whether or not we're going to see Slimer. I have a, a dream where that thing that happens where Paul Rudd is holding the trap and he sees some green flashes that our favorite little green buddy gets an escape route and carries around Oklahoma and they've got to go get him. But I guess we'll see. It's all speculation. The point more is that I'm really excited about the film. I think all of you guys are too. And I'm really excited to be able to share it with you. Thank you for continuing to have an amazing podcast. And it'd be a great place to sort of cultivate for discussion and for everybody to come together and listen each week. You guys rock it out of the park every week and add something uh, to the table. Interesting to discuss. And I'm thrilled that not only are we going to get to see another Ghostbusters movie, but that we get to do so uh, in sort of alongside you all and other podcasts out there like Yes Have Some and uh, other groups. And so um, today is a really awesome day for the entire Ghostbusters community, and I hope you guys have had as awesome of a day as I have. Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Ben from Scottsburg, Indiana. Just checking out this trailer. Absolutely love it. But most of all, I like that my son, he's seven, he's been into Ghostbusters. I'm not trying to push it on him, but I'm telling you, after this trailer, he is hook, line, and sinker crazy. He's wanting to build a proton pack. He is all about it. I know a lot of people have complained about the kids uh, taking over, but they have to. It's it's time for uh, my son's generation and others to uh, pick up the packs, as they would say, and keep moving. Um, thanks, guys, for all the great content. Listen to you every day, and don't let people bother you that your podcasts are too long, because I have an hour commute, so the longer the better. Thanks, guys. See you on the other side. Hey, guys. This is John from Positively Ghostbusters. I really don't think I can add much to what anybody else has already said. Uh, beyond all the excitement and speculation and who knows what else, uh, I'm just calling in to say just how awesome it is to be a fan right now. I mean, we've got this brand new movie. Some of the, some of us have been waiting more than 30 years for, and it's finally happening. Uh, I just want to say thanks to you guys for all you do and for all the fans out there, uh, for all the stuff that they continue to do in their communities. Keep it up, everybody, and remember, we're all Ghostbusters. Chris and Troy, I just saw the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer for probably the 30th time today. It's incredible. Justin from Kansas City, by the way, part of the Midland Empire Ghostbusters. And i got to say, they've really thrown some Easter eggs into that trailer. Beautifully done. Just so much implications of what could be and what things can happen with the uh, Shandor mine in there. Really dug the subtlety of some of the music in the background, you know, there's a lot of piano playing, but some of the strings playing undertones of the classic score from Ghostbusters 1 was really, really impressive. I can't think of a trailer I've ever watched this many times, even with Answer the Call, as excited as I was, 
there was just no way to – there was no replay value to that like there is with this. Just every time I see it, I catch something new. And uh, keep up the great work, gentlemen, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Hey, everybody out there in the world of Ghostbusters. This is John Yurkeba, your friendly artist from over almost to the uh, West Coast in Phoenix. And I'm just calling to – try and, and get somebody to confirm that everything that has happened today has actually happened. I have literally had dreams identical to what has played out today where I wake up and I see a poster or a trailer for a third Ghostbusters movie and then I wake up and it's 1999 and there's no Ghostbusters anything and I'm extremely sad. I am hoping that that is not what happens because what I saw earlier today from the trailer hit me in every feel I had in the most perfect way. And to be able to experience it and talk about it with friends and and to now be a part of the community and to just sit back and 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 to feel that sense of wonder and discovery and and that sense of like about to step into something unknown and, and, to, and to feel that and to feel the way that I felt when I was a little kid watching Ghostbusters and real Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 for the first time. Not only to feel that again as somebody watching a Ghostbusters movie, but to see new kid characters basically doing the same thing, stepping into the unknown and and getting ready to be immersed into this world that is full of ghosts and technology and the unknown and the scary and and all of that kind of like that just ugh, like I could not have asked for more from uh, from like, what is uh, to be Ghostbusters three Ghostbusters Afterlife in some countries Ghostbusters Legacy that whole air of just heavy character development and delving into like why Ghostbusters matters and and what it means and, and just like the love and the lore and all of that stuff. You know, people are complaining that it was a little light on humor. The humor is going to come. The humor comes from these characters being in an absurd situation and not knowing how to react all the time. That's what 70% of the humor in Ghostbusters is. And I am fine if you want to hook me with the that sense of nostalgia and legacy because that is ultimately – what I need right now. That's what I want to see in a new Ghostbusters in a world that I haven't really been in for the past 30 plus years. Like you've got to show me why now is the time and now it's important that we're going back into that world and telling this story that they're going to tell. And to me, they, they absolutely did. They nailed it. Hello, Chris and Troy and my fellow conductors of the metaphysical. Uh, this is Landon calling from the mountains of North Carolina. Just wanted to call and uh, tell you guys that I've been a fan since uh, 2015, been listening that long, and uh, just a real big fan of you guys uh, and the production level that you put out uh, every week. You can tell it's a real labor of love, and you guys are great. Just wanted to call with a few thoughts about the uh, new trailer. Oh, my gosh, so excited. After years and rumbles and rumors, uh, of thinking we might have another one, uh, I swear I thought that the, uh, the the teaser trailer with the Ecto in the barn for the longest time I couldn't let it be real and I just thought that it was going to be a fan trailer or something. But now I think I can say with 
you know, for real surety, we got one, and uh, I'm super excited. And uh, just like every other Ghostbuster fan out there, my head just instantly started, you know, going into overdrive uh, with the different plots and stories that they could be telling with this. Uh, and it was your little Freudian slip that made me think of this one thing when you said uh, Samaria. Well, given that you guys said that, you know, towns sprung up across the country uh, based off of, uh, you know, companies coming in and creating jobs, and those towns were created around those, any chance that maybe there's a distant relation or causation of Somerville, Sumeria? I, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Um, but, yeah, it just seems super, super awesome that we're getting it. And uh, I spoke with another friend of mine, several of my Ghostbuster friends, as soon as it came out, of course. And uh, we were all instantly seeing the, uh, the stack books, whether the farmhouse was raised or Egon's, because we're very, very sure that it's Egon's grandkids. And uh, it's just a really exciting time. I uh, can't wait to see what you guys bring forward uh, with coverage for more trailers and gearing up towards the movie. I remember you guys hyped up 2016 so great for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah, thanks for everything you guys do. Keep busting. Um, happy holidays, everybody. We'll catch you on the other side. Hello, Troy. Have I called too late? Have I missed your trailer reaction call-ins? I hope I have not. I have a couple of things. This, this is Werner Herzog. I'm sorry. I should have said that. I'm not telling you where I'm from. How dare you ask? Your message said, where are you from? I'm not telling. But I have a couple of things I wanted to add to your call, and maybe others have called about them already. Maybe they haven't. If they haven't already called, they are cowards. Uh, one, did you notice in the hardware store during the earthquake there was a binder on the shelf marked 2019, that would mean the movie is set no earlier than that year, and it has been 30 years since Ghostbusters 2. So that works out fine. Also in the hardware store, we see a wall of blank keys. Perhaps the man who runs the store, the man about whom we think, hey, who is that, and why bother putting him in the teaser? Maybe he will be a new host for the Minions of Gozer, a new key master. Wink, wink. Jason Reitman is subtle, like, I don't know, dropping a brick off of a roof. I notice these things because I am Werner Herzog, a great film director, and not because people posted them on Facebook today. Okay, that is all I have. Tell your trained Canadian to stop mimicking me. I do not like it. Have a Merry Christmas. You are cowards. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters! Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. 
Man, can I just say what a lovely time to be alive right now? I mean, I know that there's a whole lot of shit going on in the world right now, but in terms of pop culture, in terms of all of the stuff uh, us as 80s kids are just being spoiled with right now, this is awesome. Uh, I'm hyped for a new Star Wars movie to come out this week. I just watched a new episode of Mandalorian. Uh, I hear that there's a Bill and Ted trailer coming. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife here we we have our, our second episode talking about a trailer this is uh, it's ridiculous it's very embarrassing how much awesome stuff we're getting uh, but anyway uh, thanks to everybody who called in uh, again I apologize if you called in more than once uh, and we didn't air all uh, of your voicemails it's just because I'm trying to squeeze everybody in uh, make sure that everybody gets a, a uh, an equal time on the stage, so to speak. But uh, thank you again uh, for calling in. Please uh, keep calling in. We're going to have more time here in the future um, to uh, to air your your thoughts. And of course, there's going to be probably new trailers and posters and all sorts of stuff that we need to talk about. So uh, keep, keep hitting that voicemail as often as you want. It is online and ready for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, but this is a tough one because uh, we uh, we didn't plan either of these episodes. Uh, Chris and I talking last uh, on Wednesday uh, about the trailer. Like it ended up airing on Thursday morning, so I can't say on Wednesday. We talked on Wednesday. You heard it starting on Thursday. But uh, this episode with your voicemails is uh, also kind of an outlier. We're we're switching back into our hiatus mode because uh, traditionally Chris and I uh, we try to spend some time with our families and we travel and we. Uh, love to to just sort of sit back and enjoy the holidays, but we do pre-record some stuff uh, for you to to listen to and enjoy in the feed. So, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, as awesome as it was, it really threw off our groove. Uh, we had to kind of shuffle the programming schedule. So next week, uh, we got some Christmas music, um, and then uh, so that we're not dark for a week or two, uh, we're gonna do something a little special. Get ready for some ghosts from our past, which I've alluded to previously. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, hit uh, hit up uh, GB fans. I, I've seen some awesome discussion about the trailer and all the props. People are already dissecting the differences on the the packs that we're seeing and um, all the things that we see on screen. Obviously, the the ecto goggles with the Polaroid camera built into them that are in the international trailer. A lot of people are really excited about those and already trying to replicate them. So uh, hit up uh, GB fans. I love love uh, seeing people talk there. Um, and nine times out of ten, you get a a better conversation going than on social media, which is just, it's a firestorm lately on social media. I don't get it, but <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to go sleep and we're going to take a couple weeks off, but you're still going to hear us in the feed. So uh, please enjoy the episodes that are to come. Have a very happy holidays. Have a wonderful new year. Uh, 2020 is going to shape out to be one of the, um, one of the most eventful uh, as Ghostbusters fans that we've had in, in quite some time and uh, can't wait for you all to uh, to join us on that ride. Here we go. Let's let's do it. See you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. <laughs>